but that uh, knocked down the outside chatter. Right, <laughs> right. Oh, man. So, Granny, how are you feeling? I'm doing absolutely fabulous. Good. Mm -hmm. The bones uh, creaking and, and hurting a little in the morning? No siree. Perfect. Isn't that wonderful? That is a beautiful thing. So that's awesome. The master has forgotten my age. He's forgotten your age and forgotten to send the, the pain <laughs> waves down to you. <laughs> oh, man. And he's forgotten to take you back, too. I mean, man, he's, he's completely forgetting about you down here. Right. <laughs> I, I still think he's mighty forgetful. Yeah, yeah. Just like the rest of us, I guess. It may, you know, maybe he takes on the traits we have at times. Right. So. <laughs> Boy, you look outside, isn't it pretty? That I love that frosting of, mm -hmm. of the ground. You know, it looks like a glazed, uh, you know, donut out there uh, with with just a, a nice frost laying over. And our Chris even drove from, didn't you, up here? I did drive. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I did. Any iciness on, on the roads on your way? Not really. No, it was a little bit foggy, but no, not very icy. You, uh... You good with fog, or does fog uh, scare you? It doesn't scare me. No, I'm not. I and it wasn't very heavy fog, but no, no, I'm good with fog. I just know you got to be a little bit more alert and um, turn turn on your fog lights. <laughs> yeah, as I've gotten older, I have found that fog um, concerns me more when mm -hmm. I'm driving, uh, particularly out on the, on the country roads, because you just um, you can come across patches of fog that all of a sudden it's just like perfectly fine you see well enough and then also you can come into a patch that's just you know you barely can see in front of your car and not everybody drives their headlights on during that time and people you know like to drive really fast for some reason through that stuff and it's like that eh. is it, it safer to have the, them all for that well it's, it's safer to have lights on so that everybody knows that you're around mm -hmm. you know at the very least you can see like somebody's brake lights cutting through the, the fog um or the yellow lights near their headlights you know um you don't want to have people with their high beams on because that can blind the cars that are lower to the ground. But mm -hmm. you do want you want headlights on and, and all the other lights on so that people at least know something is there. Right. Um, so, but yeah, it's it's just it's crazy out in uh, like a certain country where some of the people just don't take it seriously. And Best thing to do do is stay home, right? <laughs> Bless our hearts. <laughs> I absolutely. I mean, if you're gonna do it, do it cautiously. But yeah, if, if there's an option to just Waited out a little bit because the nice thing about fog is fog usually lifts. You know, it usually just takes yeah, a couple hours. People are ambitious like you and your sweet. But you cousin there. Yeah, Mr. Yes. Chris is uh, he's an ambitious man. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Plus, I'm he has to run to work guys. all the time. You're good drivers. Yeah. It proves it. You're both here. You're We're both here. Good. Yeah, that, that that's perfect reasoning. We obviously are great drivers, Chris, because we both got up this morning and we drove here and we're safe. And you're safe. <laughs> You're sitting here. Oh, yes. We are safe and safe and sound. Right. Um, oh. Mr. Chris, you want a donut? Uh, uh, sure. Why not? I think I'm going to get myself one, too. Oh, you got coolers. Thank you very much. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I know my audience. Yes. <laughs> you do. Apparently, you do know your audience very well. <laughs> oh. So, Mr. Chris, uh, how's life been treating you? Thank you. Uh, my life has been treating me very well, and um, yeah, work's been going well. I, um, <laughs> uh, 
Let's see. We had a little f- funny mishap at work recently. Um, Mary, one hell of a girl, Mary, okay. uh, she was on vacation, and normally Mary's the one who writes the schedules. Well, because she was on vacation, they didn't have her there, so they Lowe's, the managers, they used the Lowe's robot to decide the schedules. And as you can imagine, the robot did not do a very good job. There was a lot of discrepancies, like... They would uh, gaps in the, their certain departments. They had no uh, gaps, so no workers were at times where no workers were around in their department. And um, my, including me, my counterpart, there was like three hours uh, where my, I was, they, they asked me to stay three hours later because my counterpart was never told to come into work. I see. <laughs> so the low spot was, uh, Inaccurate in its uh, assessments of, of mm-hmm. coverage needed. Very inaccurate. <laughs> That's right. That is so cute. Oh, the pet power is up, yeah? All the pets. Mm-hmm. Aww. something. It is. Do you think you have more cats or dogs on there? Mm. <laughs> Probably more cats. <laughs> it looks tight right now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and in case you're wondering, I don't know if, I think Josh has met Leo, but Leo's the one in the center there. That's uh, my mom and dad and Rain. Oh, yep. Okay. The family dog. (laughs) Our family's dog. Yes, and uh, Johnny Six Hose is laying at the very bottom. (laughs) He's also at the top. He's on here twice. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We don't have an ISIS one. That's awesome. There's Cash at the the pond. Oh, is she? Mm Mm-hmm. Cash. Um, Jim and Betsy's dog. They named their dog Cash? Yeah. After Johnny Cash? Correct. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> Jim's a big Johnny Cash fan. Um, uh, you'll find him, <laughs> uh, I would say probably 50% of the t-shirts that he owns are Johnny Cash t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Well, I'm, um, Why now does he I... admire him so much? Um, he loves his songwriting, and I think he likes the attitude of uh, the Johnny Cash character, you know, the man in black who, you know, uh, is mysterious and a loner, but, you know, ultimately believes in uh, good over evil mm-hmm. kind of character. Well, so that is, that's a good deal. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, so I think Jim really connects with that character a lot. And Well, I say, what's not to love about Johnny Cash? <laughs> and now I have something nice to talk about with Jim. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. instead of all that crappy stuff you have to talk with about. <laughs> oh no, never. Jim's a nice guy. Like good a good electrician. Him and Paul, they they uh were good electricians and they came and worked on our lights one time. Oh, Randy okay. and I were little. Interesting. But I was just noticing the picture of Gretchen and Ella with Granny. Oh, that's very cute too. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Oh, yeah. That, those photos were real popular on Facebook. <laughs> a, lot, mm-hmm. a lot of good comments. So uh, so you went dressed as Johnny Cash mm-hmm. at uh, Halloween, which tells you how long it's been since we've gotten together and recorded. Wow. Yeah, three months ago. Yeah, that's that right. That can't be right. Three. Yeah, it was October 15th. and today is, yeah. uh, or I'm sorry, around October 15th. I, I know it was a Saturday. I can't remember the exact date. And today is the 16th. Okay, yeah. January 6th, so yeah. yeah, three months. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> it's been a while. So how was that party? It was uh, pretty fun. Uh, yeah, they had it at uh, Brooke's friend uh, Sarah at Sarah's house. Cause, just because Sarah has a bigger garage and a bigger yard than Brooke does at her house. So um, 
But yeah, it was uh, Brooke dressed up like Ursula and from mm-hmm. The Little Mermaid, and uh, yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. It was a wonderful costume. Yeah. Brooke is so good at the cosplay, especially for Disney characters. And, mm-hmm. and it's funny she when I first met Brooke, Brooke had, was going to the uh, the Yomacon, and <laughs> at the uh, Yomacon, Brooke dressed up like Ariel. So it's kind of funny. Now she's done both of the main characters from The Little Mermaid, Ariel and uh, Ursula. So <laughs> it's good counterbalance. You mm-hmm. know, definitely appreciate both sides of the antagonist and protagonist relationship. Mm-hmm. Good versus evil. <laughs> but uh, but I have to say, I'm, in this case, evil looks a lot more sexy than than Ariel did. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, but I did think, yeah, Brooke's costume was wonderful, and yeah, she looked very. Pretty. She did a great job. Oh yeah, very pretty, and. Um, yeah, my uh, I uh, thought Johnny Cash was a good person to dress up like, and I am real appreciative to Josh for letting me borrow his guitar, which I'm now giving back. Nice. <laughs> Officially, let it be known, I have received my yes. guitar back, and it is <laughs> in my hands right. currently. That's right. Yeah, no doubts about it. Admissible in court. So did you learn how to play it during that time? <laughs> did, I do, did I play the guitar at the party? Did you learn how to play? You know, just like all of a sudden start taking lessons? And, and... I didn't start taking lessons, but I did. Uh, actually, it was um, a couple days before the party. I came over to visit uh, when Mom was here on a Wednesday. Um uh, she was taking care of Granny, and uh, I uh, came over in costume as Johnny Cash, and I, I played a couple of Johnny Cash songs. Nice. Very <laughs> nice. Ooh. Thank you. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, so when I play guitar, I'm more like strumming and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, I don't uh, know. that's awesome. I'm glad that you uh, were able to do it and that you enjoyed the, the get-together. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you guys, um, how'd you guys handle, like... Uh, Safety protocol and, and stuff like that at the party. Nobody wore a mask. <laughs> the, oh, actually, it was a small one. Big, um, yeah, a small gathering. There was it was. Let's see, uh, Brooks' friend Sarah and her husband. Uh, Brooks' friend uh, Tamika and her husband. Uh, let's see, Shelby and her little sister Haley. Uh, and then there there were two other. Uh, a guy and a girl who I I, did, I left before they got there, but some were their Comic Con friends, I think. But anyways, um, so it was I think because it was a smaller gathering, that's why it was, there wasn't really. I think Brooke didn't see a need for much uh, safety protocol, you know. <laughs> but I think there was somebody who brought hand sanitizer, so there was hand sanitizer <laughs> on the table, so that's a little bit of safety. Well, and obviously everyone was okay. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> oh yeah, three months later, no, none of us caught the virus. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it's just tricky. Everybody's trying to figure out exactly what's the comfortable balance for them. Right. All of that, and, it's, exactly. and there's no, you know, hard and fast rule. Right. I mean, there's, you know, we can put out uh, recommendations, and you know, you know guidelines and i think the number one thing is still something we should be uh doing anyway which is if you're sick don't go anywhere <laughs> you know wash your hands and you know be careful about uh don't be in crowds of people yeah. you don't know yeah I, I think that seems to be as best as we can do and it's just a hard one for a lot of people to figure out exactly where their personal stake in it is uh, what, do, you, what one... do you think you know everything's going to be back to normal that is that, that's a billion dollar question right now, Granny. Uh, it's hard to say. Well, you know they have the vaccine started now, so right. that oh, there's a beginning. That is a beginning, absolutely. Yeah. 
So we're hoping that that could have something, some light at the end of the tunnel because mm-hmm. we're all tired of this crap, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah. I what agree. is it though, like? The coronavirus? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a, the flu, but um, a little bit more advanced than the flu. A lot, lot more like symptoms. It's mm-hmm. it's harder to get over the coronavirus than, than it is the flu. Right. Wow. So the the crazy thing is that. Some people hardly get any symptoms. They're hardly even sick. But then some people have to go in the hospital and be on a ventilator. And a lot of people have died from it. Right. So it's just, it seems to be the, the older you are or if you have other health conditions, it hits you worse. Right. And if you're younger, it's not well, as bad. Well, that figures. Sure. <laughs> it does. It definitely figures. But, um, yeah, there are definitely people who are just like, well, I just kind of had the sniffles and then I was okay. But then some people <laughs> still, I mean, I, I have a couple of people that I work with that had it in March. Um, and the one woman I work with, she's only 30, and she said she still can't get up a flight of stairs without having to, you know, catch her breath. You know, I, I just can't imagine. I'm 95 plus. Yeah? But I don't go out anymore. Right. right. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not a good thing to get, um, and it's just one of those weird things that you just don't know how it's going to affect right. you. Like, my niece had it, you know, she's 20, so she got over it, but she was very sick for about a week, you know, she was just like, right. I yeah. never want that again, yeah, so. Yeah, she was in bed for, for a few days of yeah. that, and, um, yeah. Where, where did she live? Uh, well, she was at the college up at Central Michigan, Mount Pleasant, but then she had to leave there and go to her mom's house, and so she stayed in her mom's house, quarantined, and her mom had to leave uh, and go stay at her friend's house. Mm-hmm. So they all they all got displaced right. because of this. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was a crazy time. Thank God they're all chained out. Exactly. Right? Exactly. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. Right. Mm-hmm. I like that statement. Just sometimes it's the pearly gates. You know? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you know. That's true. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. The pearly gates. I'm glad that's a good thing that Josh can joke about that. I, I have no problem joking about mm-hmm. that. I am perfectly good with it. I like that. Well, I can, too, because I remember... Um, Brooks' dad, I was wearing my uh, Uncle Dave's hat, you know, the one that the CSX train hat, and Brooks' father saw me wearing the hat, and he says, uh, where the hell did you get that hat from? Because <laughs> he's a truck driver, so he, you know, he knows all the CSX. Yeah. That sounded like that language of a truck driver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For sure. He's a sailor, but not quite of the CSX. Mm-hmm. I guess he's a sailor, too. <laughs> That's right. Truck driving and sailor right. language. So he says, uh, where the hell did you get that hat? I said, well, my Uncle Dave gave me this hat. He was a train engineer. And he said, oh, yeah? Well, why don't you tell Uncle Dave to get you a job? And I didn't have the, I didn't have the, heart, the heart to say that, uh, you know, my Uncle Dave died. But, but I, I think... That would shut him up. Mm-hmm, it would shut him up. But no, I think I just said, well, I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Maybe someday. <laughs> the pearly gates. Yeah, I think at that point you should just, like, got down on your knees and went, Dear Uncle Dave, <laughs> you can I hear me in heaven. <laughs> I need a job. <laughs> That would have been even better. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he would have gotten quite a kick out of that, too. <laughs> yes, he would have. Oh, yeah. I think. Remember how fun-loving he was? Oh, yeah. Wow. That would have been an Uncle Dave move, <laughs> as he would have absolutely become very sarcastic. And uh... <laughs> Well, I think living by the train tracks, uh, any time that... I pass by the tracks and then a train comes after that. I always think that's Uncle Dave, you know, that he 
he created that gap so I would get through before the train came. I love that. Mm-hmm. All right, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. And it really keeps your mind happy, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Exactly. It's certainly better than trying to figure out what's the patron saint of uh, uh, train stoppages uh, in the Catholic. It's Uncle Dave. Yeah, it's Uncle Dave. Saint. Yeah, I agree. Which of the saints would be in charge of the train? It's Saint Uncle Dave. Saint Uncle Dave. It's probably, um, who's the travel one? Is it Christopher or Anthony? You got me there. Well, one of those. Well, I know St. Elizabeth Church and St. Stan's Church were both close to the train tracks, so it, mm. it could be for one of them. Could be. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's one that people always had, like, hanging from their rearview mirror, like, <clears throat> one of the saints. I, never, I get those two confused, though. Because the other one is the one you pray when you can't find something. Hmm. Okay. I, have, I don't remember. I have a list of patron saints. <laughs> So we're going to play a little game here. Oh, oh God, trivia right. game. Oh, boy. Um, let's see. Um, all right, so uh, we'll start with an easier one. Let me see if I can find one that everybody would know. I mean, this is a pretty deep list here. Um, let's see. St. Barbara. Does anybody remember who St. Barbara is the... Well, I know Santa Barbara in California. <laughs> so. Well, that's true. Yes. <laughs> the, she's patron of surfing. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's our first guest, patron of surfing. Of um, Disneyland? Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. Good. No, no, not quite Disneyland. Um, Alright, let's see. She is uh, the patron saint to miners, to artillerymen, uh, military engineers and firefighters, Italian Marines. Wow, that's very specific. <laughs> uh, servicemen of the Russian Strategic Rocket Forces. Wow, what? Mathematicians, geoscientists, and stonemasons. That does sound very, wow, very deep. She's really busy. Very deep. And that's some very specific jobs that she has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very deep. <laughs> How about... St. Andrew the Apostle. Well, we de- I definitely have heard of St. Andrew, but I can't remember what he is the, the patron of. No clue. St. Andrew, Andrew the Apostle, he's the patron saint of cattlemen oh. and butchers, mm. farm workers, fishmongers, and fishermen. <laughs> well, at least his list makes sense. Yeah, all they're animals. related to each other. Right, they're yeah. all animals. Yeah, that makes. Sense. I really love the, the the name of fishmonger. Fishmonger, yeah, that's a good one. I, I, I think that that's maybe what I want to do now. Except I don't want to clean and cut fish all you day. You want to be a fishmonger? <laughs> <laughs> you want to like go up and down the streets with your cart of fish? Oh yeah, like the Three Stooges. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that's exactly what it was. So you're. You, well, uh, probably not anymore, but, you know. Back in the day. That's you, what a fishmonger You, you mong fish, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, all right, so we have three different Anthonys listed. We have Anthony Mary Claret. We have Anthony of Padua. And Anthony the Abbot. Wow. So, does anybody want to try to tackle one of the St. Anthonys? Well, he's either the patron saint of travel or when you lose stuff. Okay. Which one do you think it would I be? I think he's the losing when you lose your car keys or whatever. You Because my mom did that when we were little. Okay. <laughs> so I will say that yeah. you are correct okay. on uh, 
seeking lost items right. for St. Anthony, but which Anthony is it? Is it Claret, Padua, or Abbott? I had no idea there were more than one. I'll say Abbott. You would be wrong. Oh, is it Padua? <laughs> Padua. That's right. Chris gets it right. Wow. I was just so guessing. what if you were praying when you lost something, but you prayed to St. Anthony of of um, Abbott, and he'd be like, I don't know where your keys are. Well... If you Padua. If you're praying to the the, the Saint Anthony the Abbot, um, he would be most interested in hearing your worries about basket makers, mm. grave diggers, wow, butchers, uh, which I think More is butchers. Okay, yeah, I think he, him and Andrew are probably gonna fight yeah. it out, um, and then swine herds, whatever, wow. and then motorists. So, if you lost your keys, so he, you could be uh, praying to either St. Anthony of Perdua or Anthony the Abbot, because both of them would be involved with motorists and with seeking a lost So, time. that's interesting that he's a motorist, because that was, I couldn't remember if it was St. Anthony when you lose things or not. But I think St. Christopher is of travelers, but we'll, we'll get to that then. Okay. But I think so. And then Anthony Mary Claret just uh, is only weaver's. That's it? The only, only if job? Yeah. If, if you are weaving something and you need to pray to a saint, that's your saint. But if you're not weaving, do not talk to that saint. They know nothing else. <laughs> Interesting. I'll have to tell my mom that because when we were growing up, whenever she would lose something, she would say, okay, kids, we have to pray to St. Anthony to find right. where this thing is. <laughs> we hope she prayed to the right one. She isn't popular anymore. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So, so St. Christopher... Um, which you had mentioned before about driving, right? Or traveling. Correct. Yeah. Okay, so St. Christopher is the saint of travelers, mm-hmm. of drivers, of bookbinders, <laughs> gardeners, oh. mariners. Mm-hmm. I assume just the Seattle mariners. But <laughs> <laughs> the baseball team. Uh, surfers. Oh, we thought that was going to be St. Barbara. Uh, so there yeah, was exactly. a patron saint of surfers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just guessing. Who knew? Athletes and pilots. He's really busy. Yes, he's People all are constantly there. praying to St. Christopher. Yes. Can I make some? So I, I just want to Seattle, if he is the patron of the Seattle Mariners, St. Christopher, he must not be doing a good job because <laughs> the Seattle Mariners have never been to the World mm, Series. That's very true. Well, look at all the jobs he has. He can't do all those. Right. He's overworked. Yeah, he can only give a, a half. A half, yes. half butt But St. Christopher medals were, every everybody had those, mm-hmm. the St. Christopher medals, because you would, like, pray before you got in the car. Yeah, even back when I was young. Yeah, I think, <laughs> you know, I think St. Christopher's probably older than you, Granny, right. even, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I bet there was a, uh, she, there was probably a St. Christopher medal inside the Model T Ford that Granny was in. That's probably true. So, so one of the St. Anthony's was the patron saint of motorists. But St. Christopher is of drivers, which is interesting. Yes. Well, probably because, yeah, like the motorists, like being like uh, like commuters, like not necessarily. Oh, like maybe driving. Not, you're not driving. Right. I, like, that might have been what they. Maybe they, have passengers. Right. Yeah, <laughs> mo- passengers and commuters. I, I think that's what right. they mean by motorists. So, like when you're in the car with somebody, you pray to St. Anthony of whichever. Mm-hmm. But when you're driving, you pray to St. Christopher. Right. <laughs> it is confusing. <laughs> I don't know if it's a fully mutually exclusive group, you know, as I do see some crossover in uh, 
in different uh, categories of which each saint covers. I assume that they just battle it out at that point. Like, <laughs> right. You know, like, like the request gets thrown up there. Or just the, like if one's off for the weekend. Right, like somebody's covered. gotta be able to cover. There's gotta be yeah, cross-training going on. Cover my department, <laughs> that's true. Oh, yeah, so just, this is making me laugh because when I when we were kids, again, so when we, one time I asked my mom, why, why do we pray to the saints? Why don't we just pray to Jesus or God and mm-hmm. say, hey, she, and she was like, what, are you crazy? They are very busy. She's like, God has to run the whole world. He doesn't care where my car keys are. That's why he has all these people that he's hired, all the saints. So they're like, you know, you're not just going to call the CEO and be like, hey, where's my car keys? He's like, um, call the car key department. I'm busy. That's how she explained it to us. So that you'd have to call all these departments and be like, Hello? Say, Christopher, I'm about to get in the car, and God told me he was too busy. Could you please make sure we're all good? Delegating. I love that this also posits a world in which this person dies and goes to heaven, but then years later, people of the church decide, hey... We need to nominate him for sainthood. Mm-hmm. And he's not, like, campaigning for himself. Or no, he's just, like, or, sitting on a cloud, like, yeah, chilling. Yeah, like, just chilling, yeah. playing the harp and eating grapes, like you, yep. like we all know is supposed to be happening in heaven. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, somebody comes taps on the shoulder, hey, you just got a job. I didn't want a job. Right. <laughs> You're in charge of all the drivers. Yeah. What? That's yeah. a full-time job. Yeah, the people of Italy have spoken. <laughs> right. Your, your heaven time is now a 40-hour-a-week job. <laughs> you got to answer the phone for all these lost keys all the time. and Hilarious. You mm-hmm. have been blessed. That's why. That's sweet. So, okay, so we'll go around uh, the horn with any uh, names of people in here since we've got Christopher. Uh, we also have three different Teresas. <laughs> yes. Oh. So... We all know Teresa of Calcutta. Right. Uh, do we know Mother what... Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa, yes. Yeah. Teresa of Calcutta. So what? who would she be the patron saint for? The poor? No. The impoverished? <laughs> I mean, I, I, because you were, the other ones were so specific. <laughs> That's true. That was wonderful, Chris. Well played, my friend. No, but that is still wrong. The people who don't have any money? (laughs) (laughs) It is for missionaries. Oh. Oh, Well, that makes sense. Yes. So, um, well, St. Teresa, I know there's a St. Teresa who is the little flower. She's like about flowers. Very good. Yes. All right. So, St. Teresa of Lisieux, uh, (laughs) she is florists, Mm. aviators, and also missionaries. Oh, wow. All right. So I'm assuming that missionary there, though, is uh, people just mistaking the other Teresa for her. I True. think that, I'm thinking that's where the problem is. I had a St. Right. Teresa snow globe when I was a kid that was um, had flowers in it. Oh. So that's why I knew that. And that Teresa spells it with an H in the name. Right. Whereas the other Teresas do not. So the last, the last Teresa is Teresa of Avila. And no... Not the Avila from the Detroit Tigers. <laughs> uh, at least that's not, she's not uh, directly connected to them. So, who would Teresa of Avila? So, not baseball. Not baseball. I have no clue. Well, this is a very fascinating group as well. It starts with headache sufferers. Wow. Lace workers. <laughs> In case you get a headache from making lace. Exactly, yes. Writers. Okay. You also could get headaches from writing too yeah. much, I guess. 
and Chess. Wow. Who knew? Who knew? So how do those other Teresas spell their name? That one, okay, so her and Calcutta are both T-E-R-E-S-A. There's one S. And then um, uh, Le Zuh, the little flower, is T-H-E with a uh, little line, R mm. with a little line, S-E. Oh, with an E. Interesting. Okay, so we're doing all of our names. Well, I'm just going to see if they're, if they're, I don't think there's a St. Hazel. There's no St. Hazel. There should be. Sadly, though. It it, might be, it might be Granny. Yeah, yeah. So after, (laughs) after when you're sitting on that cloud and playing the harp, you may get the tap on the shoulder after all of us go to the church. She's going to be the patron saint of podcasts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And feeding squirrels. Yes. (laughs) Oh, totally of squirrels. You have to take that away from St. Francis. Like, you can have all the other animals, but... I'll take the squirrels. Dear St. Hazel, uh, yes. I, I have a squirrel issue. <laughs> what shall I do? <laughs> Feed it. Uh, so let's see. Is there a, is there a St. Joshua? Oh, I'm sure. There Was is it? not. There's not? Wasn't he an apostle or something? No. He's some Bible guy. Yeah, he was the son of David, right? Everyone's son of uh, David. No. No, Joshua won oh. the, broke down the walls of Jericho or whatever, oh, right? Oh, something. Yeah. Chris, I'm looking at you. You're the closest to having been to Bible school in a long time. Well, I did. I did go to Lutheran school growing up, but I only went there up to second grade. We didn't learn about the saints. Yeah, in second they don't. Grade they don't school. talk about saints in Lutheran school, probably. Okay, so so no Saint Joshua's at all, and uh, no Joaquins either. Uh, Sad. Yeah. Oh well. Sorry, so, guys. So that's an interesting thing, though, that they have this whole listing of all the saints. Yeah, that's so you get the right department, and you don't bother God and Jesus with your nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess uh, my my suggestion to everybody else is find your own way to play a, a Saints uh, trivia yeah. game. It's mm-hmm. a fun game. It could be it a flashcard game. Yes. Yeah, that would be good flashcards. <laughs> it would be like you uh, and your sister with those uh, crazy authors. Authors game that was mm-hmm. amazing, yes. So, Chris... Uh, we forgot to bring your Christmas present with oh, us. Oh, we did. Darn it. We had a fun oh. thing that was picked out for you months ago. Oh. And we had it set aside to bring when we were going to get together a couple weeks ago, but then we couldn't. But so, um, sorry. That's all right. But you'll you'll get it at some point here. Yeah. When you do, I, I'm quite certain you'll appreciate it. So. Well, in that case, I get to one-up you guys. Uh-oh. Because I do have some... Uh-huh. Uh, some records for you guys. Oh, Yay. sweet! Mm-hmm. It's record time. <laughs> well, to make it well, to be fair, your guys' gift is probably wrapped up all nice, and this is not wrapped. It is not up. wrapped at all. Oh, okay. Well, it's anyways. Not nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll start with Terry. Oh, I'm so, so excited. Mm-hmm. Record time! Record time! Oh yeah, record we did theme song. <laughs> that is a good theme song. But uh, so I hope that this record is a little bit hit or miss because it might seem a little childish, but I think it's something that Terry really likes. I'm pretty childish though. Oh no, no. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, being spoken to the person that sat and watched the Sesame Street Tiny Desk last night and got all. I was this rocking out to Rubber Ducky. I was so excited. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. she put a link for. Uh, Look! <laughs> Oh my goodness, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chris, that is so sweet. You're welcome. And that lovely. Josh, you were going to say she posted a link for yes. the Rubber Ducky song? 
Right, for the um, there was a tiny. Have you ever seen the tiny desk concerts that they do? I don't think so. Like they have um, like the, a band will come in and just do like an acoustic set in a little small space. Mm-hmm. And they had Sesame Street one yesterday, and I watched it, and I was rocking out to all the music. <laughs> what a crazy coincidence! Tiny desk. Well, oh that. my gosh, this is amazing. I will check. Okay, can out. I see the first thing I opened up to? Herber this is like Duffy. crazy <laughs> sign from the universe. Yeah. What a smile. <laughs> <laughs> That is a good. Song. I was um, singing this last night, and I made up a song to Johnny Six Toes Aww. about this as well. So, Aww. thank you, Chris. This is absolutely perfect. You're welcome. Yeah, I bet Johnny Six Toes really enjoyed that uh, Rubber Ducky made up song. He doesn't enjoy my singing, but ah, <laughs> uh, he just did. This is so exciting. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you like it. Love it. And I'm sorry, I, I interrupted Josh while he was trying to say nope. about a post. You, you said that uh, the the Tiny Desk video that's it's uh, Terry posted on Facebook. Correct. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, Chris, if you're not familiar with the Tiny Desk thing, um, if I could give you a, a suggestion, I really would highly recommend just picking one a day. Mm-hmm. They're typically about 15 minutes long. Okay. But it's a great way to get an introduction to bands that you've never heard of, or for the bands that you happen to see pop up on there that you do know. It's a very different way of seeing them okay. uh, play music. But uh, we have stumbled across, I would say, a good couple of dozen musicians this this last year just by doing that of like watching a tiny desk that we have no idea of who it is. And then it turns out to be some of our favorite stuff ever. I mean, there's some <laughs> really good ones on there. So, And the, the Sesame Street one was fun. It was very entertaining. And it was mostly, for me, like so enjoyable to sit there and watch Terry watching this thing. Because uh, she was just turning into a little kid in front yes. of me. So it was, it was wonderful. And she was in heaven. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we watched Tom Jones on it a couple of nights ago. Oh, yeah? Um, I like Tom Jones. Yeah, it was fun. I, I, Taylor Swift was on it, which was crazy. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, and then like bands like Wilco and um, yeah, just anybody you can think of, uh, there's a chance that they they swung through these studios and did it. All so. my friends from when I was a kid are in this book. Aww, Gordon and Mr. Hooper and Bob. This is awesome. Yeah, it looks like I, I, I as soon as I, I saw they had a little storybook in there, I thought, oh, this is a easy sell. <laughs> Absolutely, is perfect. Mm-hmm. Those colors are so pretty. Definitely, and look how cute, Cookie Monster. <laughs> well, I definitely will check out Tiny Desk because I, I agree. I love learning about musicians and hearing new music. Yeah, absolutely. Well, cool. Cool. Thank you again. <laughs> You're very <laughs> Absolutely welcome. perfect. No problem. Yeah, it looks like off. I mean, it's an antique. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we'll be we'll be playing that. I'm sure very soon. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, Josh, are you ready for your record? I am. So this am. this one is also a hit or miss because I thought you might already have this album, but hope hopefully you don't have it yet. But uh... all right, let's, <laughs> let's uh, the, the anticipation is hitting me here. Mm-hmm. The monkeys, Ooh, Pisces, yes. Aquarius, Capricorn, and Jones Limited. Awesome. We do not have that one. Oh, good. We do not know. Yep. Yep. Uh, oh, perfect. Wonderful. wonderful. Thank you. You're um, welcome. I wish we would have brought Chris's. It would have been a perfect um, trio. Oh, I wanted to one-up you guys. <laughs> you did. You did. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, a band, The Monkees, Granny, that mm. um, they really were just a TV show. <laughs> there were four guys who got together, and uh, they were supposed to be like, 
a satirical version of the Beatles. The Beatles. Yeah. And um, then they actually just started uh, kind of showing that they liked playing music together, mm. and they caught fire with. Uh, an audience like people really got behind them really quickly so mm -hmm. this guy here Michael Nesmith uh, is one of my favorite songwriters uh, oh. uh, all around but uh, when they first got together they wouldn't let him write any of the songs to put on albums and stuff like that what but would you say his age is he well in this picture he would have been about 24 25 uh, but uh, I think Michael Nesmith is almost 80 now if yeah. I'm not mistaken really yeah <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, I just actually read his uh, autobiography this a uh, few months ago. It was really, really good. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, so this is Davy Jones and then Peter Tork and Mickey Dolenz, who uh, Terry and I went and saw in concert uh, probably about 15 years ago. Wow. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mickey Dolenz. This guy, yeah. Mm -hmm. He was a lot of fun. He uh, mm -hmm. just a, He's a song and dance kind of guy, you know, mm -hmm. puts on a, a performance. So this album's a very a, a very fun little album. Um, I'm trying to see what... Well, Terry's got Cuddly Toy on it. So <laughs> know how much you love that song. Yes. Mickey Dolenz, he's the one who sings I'm a Believer, right? Correct. Okay. He was at the Motor City Comic Con a few years ago. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty song, too, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is. I'm a believer. Yeah. A yeah. Well, thank you very much, Chris. That's, yeah, that's you, wonderful. you definitely uh, hit it out of the park. <laughs> well, I'm glad. Yeah, because, I mean, Sesame Street, I knew that Terry really liked Sesame Street. Mm -hmm. and the Monkees, I, I loved Josh's Facebook post about uh, who's a better band, the Monkees or the Beach Boys? And ah, no, no, no. Which one is the more iconic? Iconic. American band, because yeah, but but no, I, I'm with you on that because it is a very interesting uh, debate that people can get into between those mm -hmm. two as far as who's connected more iconically to our to our society. Right. Well, I the thing I look at with the monkeys, I I think they they probably have a bigger fan base than the Beatles because, like you said, they they had a TV show and then they. From there, they had album after album, and that. Oh, then the Beach Boys. No, no. Oh, the Beatles. You think they're a bigger fan base than the Beatles? Oh no, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, that, I okay. said the monkeys yeah. have a better fan base than the Beach Boys. I'm sorry. No, no, I just want to clarify because I was going to oh, say that, that's an interesting. I don't think I don't know anybody who has a bigger mm -hmm. fan base than the Beatles. Right? But. Yes, that's not what I meant. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the the Beatles unfortunately do have a bigger fan base than the monkeys. <laughs> sorry. No, no, it, it's interesting. Yeah, I I don't know enough people who are really fervent uh, Beach Boys fans to really be able to <laughs> counterbalance it. But the people that I have stumbled across who are fervent Monkees fans, mm -hmm. are, I mean, they are some interesting people. Well, I am a fervent Beach Boys fan in the sense that, yeah, I, I grew up listening to the Beach Boys. And the thing is, I can't find a single complaint against the Monkees. The only thing I would look at is, I look at, like, the Beach Boys, how at first they were just like any other surf rock band. And then they started to become a little more sophisticated with, you know, like California girls. And and then by the time you got to Pet Sounds, it was like, well, this, the Beach Boys, they really are deep. And they, yeah. They really, you know, they, they changed the face of rock and roll. So, and, but let me say about the Monkees, I also think the Monkees have been just as influential on pop music, and I think, yeah, I think they were influential on rock, too. I, I, you know, and I'm Terry and Josh, I'm sure you both are aware that the Monkees are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They, have, they haven't they have even been nominated yet for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 
which um, I don't get that. You know, I, I, I think the only thing they must have uh, peed somebody off, you know, at the Rock and Roll Fame did not crazy. be nominated. Yeah, well, I, I think it goes to that um, uh, musician argument of they were perpetrators, you know, <laughs> because they were actors playing in a show. Right. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's one of those arguments that kind of, it gets so divisive and it becomes like the, um, you know, if, if, if you believe that no explanation is needed, if you don't believe no explanation will do, like right. that kind of argument, it's, I, you know, the Rock Hall of Fame is a, a hilarious anyway. It's a, fun, it's a fun place to go walk through because there is some good memorabilia there and it's, <laughs> you know, whatever, but ultimately it's a sham. You know, it's like... Oh, yeah, and like the rules and stuff, like how they already... Like, yeah, that they... they Every year they decide we're going to limit it to this many bands or singers to to be inducted. Right, and and who considers what rock and roll and you know whatever? It's just it's silly, but oh yeah, and I'm glad though you guys have been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because I no I haven't been there yet. I'd yeah, like to. sometime time ago. sometime when the you know when the COVID stuff really is in our rear view, I I'll take you up there. You know, <laughs> it's, uh, I think that'd be fun to go walk through that with you. It's. It's it's a good day to spend. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, even though I'm not big into the commercializ- commercialization of it, whatever, it is one of the only places you can go where everything is under one roof. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and um, it's very diverse there. Yeah, diverse I mean, artists, and, and it's a it's a like a four hour journey through it. You know, if you if you take your time and look at all the exhibits, it takes mm-hmm. you about four hours to get through. And mm-hmm. um, no, it it'd be worth a trip. I, mm-hmm. I would say we should do that. We on. Um, there's a couple of interesting little uh, museum type places too on the way back that we could probably stumble across and go hang <laughs> out at. So, oh, yeah. Terry, what do you think? That couldn't they the two of them take me? Right? Oh yeah, well, you could take. Well, Granny, if if you would want to go walk around the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with us, I'm one hundred percent. I'm one hundred percent on board with taking I, you to that. That'd the, be fun. The deal, iconic. Yeah. What does that mean? Like. Um, well, like an icon is something that is bigger than um, than its society. Like it's something that everybody within the society kind of all acknowledges as being. Like this. it represents a certain thing. Like if you say, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I was just like, if, if you say like a person is iconic, it means they represent whatever it is that they do. If yeah, like sense. yeah, like mm-hmm. so, like Elvis Presley would be. Right. Know, an icon of rock and roll oh, because okay, everybody okay. when you say rock and roll to somebody they might say to you oh you mean like Elvis Presley and you say yes yeah I mean even like I mean, how would I respond iconic <laughs> <laughs> yes yes he's iconic um, I mean um, Jesus is iconic mm-hmm. for uh, when people are talking about being giving and, and forgiving and understanding. Mm-hmm. Then they say, well, Jesus is the icon of that oh. idea. Or some people would use uh, Gandhi as an icon of those types of same concepts. You know, So um, it's, just, it's just another delineation. It's Maybe a, I should just not use that word. Oh, I think you should use it. People be like, "Oh, look at her with her fancy words." Yeah, <laughs> iconic. <laughs> they recognize. I don't even know what it means. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just just ramble on long enough, and they'll be like, oh, "Okay, yeah, right, good, sounds good." good. For you. <laughs> what do you think, Chris? Oh, I think you should say iconic. I think it would sound good if Granny says the word iconic. Then I think that make people That'd feel special. Right. I think so. Okay, don't special. Be- 
Yes. Next time we're all together and in a nice, friendly group, mm-hmm. we'll all use that. You'll okay. Say, so this is iconic of you. You know what? I'll, I'll give you the reminder. All right. <laughs> you can say no. No. Iconic. Or, I think it'd be very. Josh had a sticky note and he handed Grady a sticky note. Iconic. Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> Pass it under the table. Yeah. yeah. Why are you kicking me under the table? It's time. <laughs> time Say it. <laughs> That's funny. It's funny how that word is, just sort of makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's got a fun uh, bounce to it. Right. The, the way it comes out. So, yeah. But, yeah. but seriously, I think Granny would like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because yeah. there, there are a couple of musicians there uh, who she definitely is familiar with. Elvis Presley. Uh, who else can I think of? Well, the Beatles, of course. The Beatles, yeah, for sure. The Beatles. Uh, his sister Rosetta Farp. Um, yeah, I've never heard of her. She's pretty amazing. Oh, she was yeah. like a black woman who could play the guitar like and, like a mad woman. Wow. Yeah. And, and sister Rosetta Farp, she was born in Arkansas too. Yes. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Johnny Cash, Granny, definitely familiar with Johnny Cash. That's uh, we'll have to put that in the notes, Chris. To one of these days do a. Uh, a sister was at a uh, listen along with Granny. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be fun. Is she or the video? Like if we could show the video. Yeah, the one of her the, playing that, that yeah, train, the station. train station. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, she's the music. She sings this train, right? Yes. Yeah, I yeah, I've heard. She is a very good singer. There, there's a few like pretty high quality concerts of hers on YouTube, which are crazy. Like to, for how old they are, for them to be as good a quality sound and, and video as they are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll have to do that. That's that's on our list. We, okay. we need to do a list along. That was what I was going to My next question was, they're really old for that, right? Yeah, she <laughs> oh, yeah. was, yeah. I, I think her stuff is like late 40s, uh-huh. um, well, some early 50s stuff. Well, and I can see. I'm 95. Well, mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, that was the time <laughs> in, in the late 40s you would have been... Uh, in your 20s. Right. No. I, I want to say Sister Rosetta Farb, I, I think she was born in 1911, so yeah, she would be 14 years older than Granny. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Oh, by the way, since I, I'm a big fan of Bob Dylan, I want to say if this May, Bob Dylan will be turning 80. Wow. Mm-hmm. 80 years old. 80 years old. Mm-hmm. I, um... Uh, is he still popular? Yes. Oh, yeah. He had an album that came out last summer, and I think it was uh, number two in the U.S., number one in the United Kingdom, and uh, number one in a few other countries. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, he, uh, he still has quite a fan base, mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, yeah. I introduced Terry to um, Richie Havens' cover of Just Like a Woman the other night, because <laughs> we were talking... I don't even remember how it all got started, but we were talking about, uh, oh, well, it's Jimmy Pardo's... Uh, covers. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about the top five like favorite covers of all time, or cover songs of all mm. time. Right. And I, I mentioned it, Terry, that's like that's top five for me, as Richie Haven's redoing Just Like a Woman, because that... I, have, you, have you listened to that yet at all? I haven't listened to Just Like a Woman by Richie Haven, but I do like Richie Haven's, and I know him, he was the first performer at Woodstock. Did I, and maybe I didn't do this, but did I bring to you a copy of the Bob Dylan tribute concert? Yo, you, you, on the flash drive. Okay, on the flash drive, you just, okay. Excuse me. Yeah, Sorry. that, that, that particular cover is on that, that concert, so. Okay, yeah, I will check it out since you really like it, but yeah, Richie Havens, he's a, uh, an underrated musician. Yeah, Absolutely. 
Yeah, I've been down that rabbit hole a little bit this last week, just checking out some of his old uh, concert footage and stuff, and really appreciating it. Well, it's underrated. Underrated means like it, under. Well, underrated it means that somebody, in this case, like a musician, doesn't get all the respect and recognition that they should. Oh, like I they see. De- they deserve more. Yeah, in more other words, respect. it's kind of a compliment, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. It is yes. A Saying somebody is underrated at something is actually a very, very deep compliment because mm-hmm. it, it very much shows that they're not uh, sh- like uh, attempting to get everybody's praise with right. what they do. They just happen to do it and put it out there and um, and are not flashy about it most right. of the time. That's usually how they become underrated. That sounds like really a good thing. Yes, exactly. And um, yeah, Richie Havens would would definitely fall in that category. Like a lot, there's a lot of musician types that that know of him and, and greatly appreciate him. But to the mass public, he's not a name that people know because he's he's just not out, you know, pushing himself in the limelight right. that often. So, I want to say about Woodstock. I uh, got a book the other day about um, Bob Dylan, and in the book they had a little section about Woodstock, and they were saying that. Although Bob Dylan did not play at Woodstock, he, he lived close by and he, he helped to organize Woodstock. They okay. helped to organize the festival. But they had a list of artists who did play at Woodstock. But they, they only the only ones they said were um, Jimi Hendrix, The Who, uh, what's her name, uh, Janis Joplin, Joan Boas. They left a lot of people out of the list, so I made sure right away I wrote down the band. Because yes. if this is a Bob Dylan biography... The band was his backing band at one point, so you definitely have to say that the band played at Woodstock. And then also I wrote down Creighton's Clearwater Revival, because, I mean, CCR is a phenomenal band. Yes. I know a lot. I, I, I can't do a whole lot of CCR. Um, <laughs> I, I'm Fogarty's, I, something about him is just so punchable. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he is kind of a creep. You know, he was kind of rude to the other uh, members. Yeah, and, and I, you know... When I got introduced to him, it was during the 80s stuff with him doing, like, Summerfield. And, oh, yeah, and, the Corning songs. Yeah, so. um, but but you can't deny, I mean, they definitely were a pretty powerful band at that time, so... Um, Did I tell you that uh, me and my dad, when we saw the Jimmy Buffett concert, John Fogarty opened for Jimmy Buffett, and he did a full concert there. Yeah, well, I'm... I'm sure that made some people very happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I was just going to say, uh, it seems like his voice has kind of stood the test of time pretty well. Yeah, so. he's, he still sounds fine. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, if I would if I would have liked it uh, years ago, I guess I probably would still like it. <laughs> well, and I was mad at him because my favorite CCR song is Susie Q. And John Fogarty, he did not play Susie Q. So mm-hmm. that made me angry. So yeah. see, Josh and I can agree on that. Yeah, yeah. We're angry <laughs> at John Fogarty. Fogarty about Susie Q. <laughs> well, well, no, I meant that we both are angry at John Fogarty for something, you know, a yes. different reason. But we can both agree to be angry. <laughs> we agree to be angry. I agree with that. I'm completely. <laughs> Indifferent to Jen Fogarty. Indifferent. I'm indifferent. It's one of the very few things in life you are indifferent to. Yeah. You usually have a pretty strong opinion when we. <laughs> I mean, and I was gonna say their music. I mean, southern their type of southern rock CCR. I agree that it's it's kind of yeah, like Terry said, it's very uh, either uh, you like it or you don't, and uh, 
But, uh, or you're indifferent. <laughs> or indifferent. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. I you're was one miss- of three I was missing. I'm indifferent. I was yeah. missing the point there. Okay, you know, yeah. So. <laughs> so, Chris, any uh, big plans coming up the next little bit? Oh, well, I see you've got the NFL board. Okay. Well, time. well the, in the little bit, Brooke and I, we are planning on hanging out today, and I, I think we're going to go to the Toledo Mall, Franklin Park Mall in okay. Toledo. Okay. But um, but also, what else is going on is that the NFL playoffs are going on. And I didn't even know. Oh, okay, yeah. So we've got the official board for this year. Le- uh, last weekend was the wild card playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, the um, to fill you in, uh, let's see who would have been the divisional people. Well, because they changed the playoff schedule, they included two more wild card. This is the first season they decided to have... Um, Instead of two wild card teams, there's three wild card teams. So um, if I can remember who they were on each side, uh, well, I know the Chiefs were a divisional team, and then the Packers were a divisional team, and then all the others had to play in the wild card teams. So okay. These are the winners here, <laughs> and uh, of the wild card playoffs. So today we have the Ravens playing the Bills and the Rams playing the Packers. So, my predictions, well, I'll I'll go ahead and say that I don't know who will win the Bills versus Ravens game, but tomorrow I think the Chiefs will definitely beat the Browns, and then next week for the AFC Championship, the Chiefs will beat either the Ravens or the Bills. It doesn't matter. Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. Okay, all right. Officially, you've heard it here first. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Now, for this game today, Packers versus the Rams, I think the Packers will probably beat the Rams. I think Aaron Rodgers has a little more experience than Jared Goff. So they've made it to the NFC Championship. Now, this one is where I almost have to flip a coin for the Saints versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. But, I mean, we are talking about Tom Brady. I don't know if if Tom Brady's better than Drew Brees, but... I'm just going to go with my hunch and say that um, the Buccaneers will win the game tomorrow. So, and this is another thing where I really have to flip a coin. Uh, actually, I think I will leave it at that. I'm just saying I think that the Packers and the Buccaneers, one of them will make it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> so we, we, we believe the Chiefs very strongly. Mm-hmm. The rest of it we're kind of like, eh, could be mm-hmm. one of these Scenarios. guys. But most likely the Packers... Or the Buccaneers. Oh, yeah. Packers. Well, so let me... who would have home field advantage? If the Packers take on the Buccaneers, who would have home field advantage? That's a good quote. Probably, I think the Packers would have home field advantage. Yeah, because they, they were number one for the NFC. Okay. So, yeah, the Packers would have home field advantage. So, they, they would probably be the favorites because the frozen tundra of Lambeau Fields. Uh, <laughs> we all right. know what that is. That's iconic. That is the iconic. Yeah. Frozen tundra. <laughs> That's right. And yeah, okay. So, um, but weren't the Rams were the Rams in the Super Bowl last year? That two years ago, oh, two years it, it ago. would have been the, the twenty eighteen season to in twenty nineteen Super Bowl. Yeah, the, it was the Rams versus the Patriots. So, uh, <laughs> well, I'll just have to take his word for it, Granny, because I have right. no idea what's going on in football. So, so Chris is going with uh, Chiefs all the way, mm-hmm. uh, and and you do you think that they're going to win the Super Bowl then? I have to see who they're playing. Um, yeah, I, I prefer not to make a prediction yet on if the Chiefs will win. Too early to call. Too early okay. to call. Yeah. Okay, so 
Uh, but you're going with Chiefs in the Super Bowl, That's and then the AFC or the NFC, you're kind of like, meh, we'll, we'll see as it goes along. But mostly right. those two. Well, yeah, mostly the Packers and the Buccaneers, one of them two, will be okay. in the Super Bowl. So yeah, I'm going to go with. I want the Browns over the, the Chiefs in an upset <laughs> to then go against the Ravens and beat the team that used to be them <laughs> uh, for their first chance at a Super Bowl in their whole existence. <laughs> exactly. And, and then they're going to lose, like the Denver Broncos lost to the uh, San Francisco 49ers in 1990, like 55-10 to 10, <laughs> uh, against... I don't care, but I'm going to say uh, Tom Brady because I just want to see uh, everybody in America eat a big turd sandwich. Lovely. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're all going to start crying, Oh, Tom Brady's <laughs> cheating and he's that too would, old. I didn't even know where Tom Brady even was. Too hot of a mm-hmm. wife. And, uh, <laughs> so Tom Brady over the Browns just because it would be a really fun story to tell everybody that the Browns almost did it and, of course, failed miserably. And a good story <laughs> that Tom Brady, in his first season at the Buccaneers, that he made it to the Super Bowl and, and won the Super Bowl in the first season. And he's so. like, what, 42 now? Mm-hmm. He is 42. So I have or, to... Actually, 43, because, well, yeah, 1977. I have to, you know, cheer on Ooh. the old farts. Uh, since <laughs> yes. I'm old farts, so... <laughs> well, no, I was going to say that, um, yeah, it, that's funny. that I didn't even think of the scenario there that, yes, the... The Browns, uh, I mean, the Ravens used to be the Browns. Yep. And, um, yeah, and now you're right. The Cleveland Browns have never been to a Super Bowl. However, just like the Detroit Lions, the Browns, they went to the uh, NFL, NFL championship, you know, back in the day. Yeah, with uh, Kozar as their quarterback. Mm, Kozar, that's yeah. right. Yep. Yeah, and then they lost miserably to the Broncos, if I'm not mistaken, right? That sounds right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Darn Broncos. But, I, uh, I have way too much older NFL knowledge in my head than I need. Oh, that's all right. And if I can You're figure good. out a way to, to get rid of those files so that I can save <laughs> other files that I actually want to remember, <laughs> I, I would defrag that portion of my brain and just get Maybe rid of Jerry it. Maybe Terry could come up with something there. To put in there instead. Oh, she's always trying to put more stuff in here. Yeah. I just don't have room. I give him all kinds of meaningless <laughs> trivia. I, I think there's nothing wrong with the classic NFL. I'm nice that Josh uh, remembers that. And, like, I, I'm a big fan of Jim Brown. You know, I think Jim Brown was a very good halfback. So, um, and he was, you know, before the Super Bowl era, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, uh, Joe Schmidt. Yeah, I mean, it's stuff that's good for you for, like, some trivia night somewhere, you know, but that's about it. So, <laughs> uh, other than that, nobody will ever call me iconic for having that <laughs> There you go. Is there, like, an age limit on these deals? Oh, no, no. You, you can play in the NFL as old as you want. But the whole thing is, like Josh was saying about Tom Brady being 43, the older you get, the harder it is on your body. And that's the, what I was thinking. Who was the oldest playing NFL person? That's a good question. Uh, I, I will look that up right now. <laughs> I was going to put... I can't imagine on. being much more than... Who was the oldest person 40s? to ever play in the NFL? I know the most senior, longest playing player was a kicker. He was a kicker. I can't think of his well, name. that makes sense because you don't get beat up mm-hmm. as a kicker. Yeah, Jason Hansen was on the Lions for like 20 years. Wow. So. 
<laughs> no, that was a good question, Terry. All right, Chicago. let's see. Former Chicago Bears quarterback George Blanda mm-hmm. was the oldest player in NFL history, having played up to 48 years old. 48? Wow. Yeah, he was wow. drafted in 1949 by the Bears, and he played his last professional game in 1976. Wow. Crazy. And just think, so from 1940s to the Super Bowl era, yeah, that is really cool. That's a, yeah, that's a pretty big one. So, okay, so the other two, uh, if you uh, say the top three oldest people ever, uh, number three was uh, John Carney. Mm-hmm. I've heard of him. Um, let's see, what did he, yeah, he was a kick, he was a kicker. So, and then the other one was Morton Anderson. Mm-hmm. That's who I was talking about, yeah, the kicker. Too. The Saints kicker. Who, yeah. He played for a bunch of other teams as well, but the Saints is what he was most known for. So, there you go. Now we all know who the oldest player is. But the are. oldest player who was 48 was a quarterback? Was a quarterback. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. He had to have a heck of an offensive line. Wow, yeah. To keep him from getting hit all the time. Because, uh, I mean, I like a kicker, you can, ex- you can... Yeah, yeah, a kicker, you could... Yeah, you're not getting, you know, thrown to the ground. and Not not yeah. often, at least. You right, hope. yeah. And you just got to keep your legs spry and, right. uh, and flexible. But Would I have a chance at my age... I don't think there's many 95-year-old women <laughs> football players in the yeah, NFL. They'd be so. the first. My, my guess is the first snap, you would hear a snap in one of your bones, and then you would be laying on the ground, they'd yeah. have to come carry poor Granny <laughs> off. And you'd be giving the thumbs up to the ground, like, ah, I'm okay. Maybe you could be a kicker, or open though. open up the gate. Yeah, 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 yes. let's keep on going. <laughs> She's That's the first nice NFL player nice with a do not resuscitate network in place. But I, you might be safe because I don't think anybody would want to knock you down. They'd be like, oh, let's leave Granny alone. Or we'd just be hugging. Yeah, she'll just be running. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So maybe She's slowly getting cool. away. Yeah, see? She can she make it across the finish line there because yeah. nobody would tackle her. We'll I'd just like put, to work with Debbie out in her garden. Yeah, that's kind of like how the, the linemen get lined up for a play. You know, they all have to kind of get hunched over like yeah, that. Just I, like you do when you're doing your weeds. So, <laughs> you know, it's all practice. That's right. Well, speaking of iconic, uh, Chris, why don't you hit us with one of your iconic uh, prayers? And okay. let's uh, right. we'll start moving our way through the days. So what do we do with this iconic Well, we're going to hold hands over here, and Chris is going to air hold us. Yep, that's oh, right. And... <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day you've blessed us with, and many good laughs, many iconic laughs, and uh, please bless the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and help them to be able to uh, do well in the playoffs and possibly make it to the Super Bowl like Josh hopes, and, uh, and please bless Terry and Josh and uh, let them both do a great job at their works this week, and keep Granny happy and healthy. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Three, two, one. Glory. Glory. <laughs> <laughs> well, Granny, right. come around this side with okay. me real quick so we can get our, our social distance picture with Mr. Chris. <laughs> all right. Ah, what a good looking crew we all look are. great, don't we? We do. Mm-mm-mm. We are a good looking think that I was we are a good looking hundred. Group. I know. <laughs> That's as good oh, as you're fast forwarding to 100 now? Right. All right. 